Welcome to Enduring Words with David Guzik, a daily devotional podcast brought to you by Enduring Word. Now we come to the seventh in the series of Beatitudes, Matthew chapter 5, verse 9, where we read this, Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. The Beatitudes begin the famous Sermon on the Mount recorded in the Gospel of Matthew. These eight statements of blessing describe for us the character of true citizens of the kingdom Jesus preached about, the kingdom of his reign. Thus far, we've seen that when Jesus is king in our life, there will be poverty of spirit, recognizing our need for God. That's in Matthew chapter 5, verse 3. There will be mourning over our sinful condition and that of this lost world. That's in verse 4. There will be a meek, gentle attitude that trusts God more than it trusts self. That's in verse 5. There will be hunger and thirst after righteousness, righteousness both received from God and seen in our daily life. That's in verse 6. There will be mercy to others, remembering mercy received from God. That's in verse 7. And then now in verse 8, there will be purity of heart, leading to a greater relationship with God. That's in verse 8. But now here in verse 9, Jesus announced a blessing describing another aspect of being a citizen of his kingdom. He said, blessed are the peacemakers. Now, this doesn't describe those who live in peace, but those who actually bring about peace. They overcome evil with good. One way we accomplish this is through spreading the good news of what Jesus did for mankind at the cross, because God has entrusted to us the ministry of reconciliation, as it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. In evangelism, we make peace between people and the God whom they have rejected and offended. This blessing for making peace comes after the blessing for purity. You see, this is the order of spiritual life. First purity, then peace. It isn't making peace with sin or with evil. The citizen of Jesus' kingdom sets their face against all that goes against God and his purity. Yet, once this is received through faith, then peace grows forth. We commonly think of this peacemaking work as being the job of one person who stands between two fighting parties. Now, this may be one way that this is fulfilled, But one can also end a conflict and be a peacemaker when they are party to a conflict, when they are the injured or the offending party. This is the attitude that says, I've been hurt and offended, but I choose to forgive and forget, thereby making peace. This is very much consistent with the heart of God. After all, it's the devil who stirs up trouble and hatred between people. In contrast, God loves reconciliation and longs to make peace. Notice the reward for the peacemakers. It says here, 
for they shall be called sons of God. Their reward is that they are recognized as true children of God. They share his passion for peace and reconciliation, breaking down the walls between people. Indeed, God does bless the peacemakers. Though people may treat them badly, they are blessed by God. They are blessed to be among the children of God, adopted into his family, surrounded by brothers and sisters through the ages. For the most part, being a peacemaker is a thankless job, at least among people. To take the initiative to reconcile or to bring two parties in conflict may be quite unappreciated. Yet in Jesus' kingdom, we do this for God's sake, not for the applause of man. Perhaps unappreciated by man, God welcomes the peacemaker as his sons and daughters. If anyone knew the blessedness of the peacemaker, it was Jesus himself. He set himself between two unreconciled parties, and in doing so, he was afflicted by both sides. Think of Jesus on the cross. He's afflicted by man who beat him, nailed him, and mocked him. And he was afflicted by God the Father himself, who put upon Jesus the guilt and the judgment our sin deserved. Yet in enduring this suffering from both sides, Jesus made peace between man and God. King Jesus was the greatest peacemaker ever. No wonder that the citizens of his kingdom, who also make peace, shall be called sons of God. It's worth thinking about. Where does God want me, or you, to make peace today? There's a blessing in it for us when we do this. Thanks for listening to Enduring Words with David Guzik. For more information about David's ministry, visit EnduringWord.org.